Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. God, what a beautiful, beautiful ballad. Sometimes I forget it, it exists. And then I, when I hear it, I'm like, wow, that's such a nice song. It is such a nice song. I, yeah. I will say, though, I don't think I ever forget this song. I always I will go to it sometimes when I'm in the mood for like a straight up ballad. Mm. Do you know how like Music Box has all those ballads on it? And mm-hmm. you would think, oh, I want a ballad like I want like that, like mm-hmm. ballad. No, I go to whenever you call when I want a ballad. Oh, yeah. Like that's my go to um song basically when i want because it gives you everything it gives you the beautiful vocals the big powerful belts yeah beautiful harmonies it's just a really cute song it's nice it almost could be left over from daydream um like a, i mean it could be she didn't want to waste obviously it. it's it's written um with her and walter and yeah. this is sort of all coming to the, an end of their um collaborations together and it's a little bit old mariah as well like it's still it's still she's I mean, still you there can sort of if, if you wanted to nitpick this song you definitely could be like oh this is a uh a song that you had to put on there to like not alienate everybody, you know, yeah. your classic fans, if you will. And I think that's might have been the intention as behind it. Like, just, yeah, but just I don't throw something on there. I don't think, uh, see, a little. I mean, yes. I mean, yes, there's definitely that. I'm yeah. sure the label was definitely pressing that. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that this is probably a song that Mariah does like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, maybe not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I think it's beautiful, though. Oh, I love it. I think it's. A great, I love it. I think it'd be a nice, perfect like wedding song. It's so cute. Yeah. I mean, I like the lyrics. It's very. You know what it always reminded me of? Uh, Forever from Daydream. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. You know what I uh-huh. mean? It yeah. did always give me those those vibes. Yeah. Uh, but I like this better. This is good. You know, like yeah. of all of those classic quote quote cheesy ballads. Yeah. This one. I think it's my favorite, you know, because, you know, all I ever wanted from Music Box. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Great, great, great. But like, this is my like favorite by far. I don't know why. I just like the overall sound of it. Yeah. The production of it is is good. I like her voice on it. Mm -hmm. The lyrics are great, too. I mean, obviously, 
it's about never whenever you call i'm there for you like oh we fell in love and but it's okay we're not together anymore but i'm always there for you or something right that's what i, I interpret find it to be more like they're still together oh you do yeah see i don't think it's a breakup song although it can be you can flip it and do both i guess you could do both i always like i see it as i'm like if you need me i'm right here i'm not i'm not going anywhere whenever you call i'm right here right like i, I felt like Maybe that's that's what happened in the beginning because she's like uh, love wandered in str- inside stronger than you, stronger than I, and we cannot turn back. We can only turn into one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get that, but I always felt like I'm here whenever you call, like because you're far away. Like open arms. Yeah, I guess like that, something like that. But either way, you can uh-huh. interpret it because these lyrics, as opposed to something um, like The Roof yeah. or, um, you know, other songs on the album, this one is more open to interpretation, Yeah, I feel. Uh-huh. Because you're not quite sure who or what she's singing to or, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's not telling, it's not painting that picture. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a standard classic ballad. Pretty much. Oh, okay. So we're done now? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, told her, I felt like that was no. such a definitive statement. <laughs> like, okay, uh, I've made my ruling and we're moving on. <laughs> no, um, I wanted to bring up, you know, we keep talking, talking about the label and their influence. Mm-hmm. We've got to remind people back in the day, the record labels had major money in them. It, right. And, right. Um, you know, Mariah can't just go around doing whatever she wants because she's contracted to to them she works there at the label pretty much but they also have shareholders that invest in the company mm-hmm. so they they do have corporate um heads who tell we you know they would invest money into the making of this album right mariah can't make it herself so they will invest the money so they do have power over like what gets made like what are you doing with our money that's why she has to kind of yield to what they say right which is probably why this how that's how this got on there. They're like, you need to put a ballad on there. I agree. I'm just saying oh, we need more it, it works or really well. It does. It works really well. I think this is the compromise with the label. And it's a good one. That's a good. They made the right decision. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, Mariah and the label made the right decision. Right. Um, but I, I just want to clear that up because I think maybe people were thinking, who is this like mystical label people? And what are they? Who are yeah, they? I mean, the labels used to have have a lot of power. I think they have less power now. Oh, definitely, they've, they've definitely, fizzled, because fizzled. everything is is it's all different now. It's mm-hmm. a whole different world. Twenty years later, it's a whole different world. Well, you would want it to be a whole different world. Yeah, you know, I was thinking today. I was like, gosh, twenty years of Butterfly, and I'm thinking. This came out 20 years ago in 1997. Mm. If I if I was in 1997 right now, I would be like, oh, I would be talking about an album from 1977. Yeah. That seems like so, like 77 to 97 seems so long. Different world. Different, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then 97 to like 2017 doesn't seem like that long. I know, right? Of a time. Yeah, still- but maybe it's just because I've, I've lived that time. Right. Whereas like, you know... It seems I never lived in the seventies. Yeah, ninety-seven to now seems more connected, right? In some weird way, because I just feel like maybe there was there's still so much change today. Um, but from like the world in nineteen seventy-seven to the world in nineteen ninety-seven, yeah, so different. But I guess you could say the same about 
today. I mean, look at us. Yeah. It's it's a whole different world, a whole different music industry. So much has changed. We're on a freaking podcast. I know. Come on. Like, yeah. get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even, and we're listening to Mariah, like, through digital. Uh-huh. God knows what. Yeah. It's so strange. Through the internet. Through the interweb. Yes. It's so weird. Anyways, that's a small tangent. Uh-huh. Back to whenever you call. Okay. So I actually liked the Brian McKnight throw in. what i didn't oh that would be if i was going to nitpick anything about this era Mm. it would be that duet and around the world and uh, around the world which didn't come out until like two years later yeah but so i guess it's not really about this era but it is about a song from this album so Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. see what i'm talking about Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. see where i was going with that yeah um i didn't like it i didn't care for it Uh. i thought that was a throwaway piece like, you know, like you might think like, oh, throwing this song on the album is just like a thro- as a throwaway. As yeah, like a, you uh-huh. know. I thought that was a throwaway because they had nothing else to do because that was so random. Mariah, you know, why that song? Yeah. You know, it wasn't officially a single there. I don't think it was ever released anywhere as a single. No. She performed it on the Butterfly Tour, mm-hmm. which is obviously where we got the official music video, mm-hmm. which is just clips of her on tour. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And then she performed it with Brian McKnight. I thought it was so random. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I think their beautiful voices blend very well together. Yeah. But I don't like it because it's cut and paste. It is cut and paste. I mean, it wasn't memorable. I wasn't um, offended by it or anything. It was just whatever. It was nice. I wasn't offended, but I didn't care for it. Yeah. I'll listen to Mariah's solo version any day of the week, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. morning, noon, or night. Yeah. And sometimes it does come on my shuffle randomly, and I fall so much. Like, it makes my heart, like, happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it really, I really feel like it is, like, that love song. You know, and now that I'm thinking about it, it's almost like the relief from all the sorrow and pain in the top of the album well that is true yes it's kind of like is the true. sun's it coming sort out of again it's like that changing of the tide a yeah, little bit because uh-huh. where does it fall in the track list so like we're because we're going out of order here in our in our chapters but um nine after close my eyes so it's after close my eyes so like absolutely and then so baby doll close my eyes um whenever you call beautiful ones outside mm-hmm so it is it is sort of like that that love song it just it lightens, you, up, lightens it up it does and yeah. we needed that because especially after such a deep song like close my eyes mm-hmm. um and then all the heartbreak of and the reminiscing and the longing for from the top of the album mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the the back half of this album does have a little bit of a different feeling to it yeah it's much more of um it's much more it's much less about Mariah longing for a person and Mariah getting in touch with herself. Mm-hmm. Like specifically with close my eyes and I think outside. Outside, yes. But like it, there is a changing of the tide, yeah, changing yeah. of the guard if you will. Yeah, even. yeah, yeah, 100%. And I like that and I think it works really well. I think so. Um I will just mention before we um let whenever you call go, even though we love you whenever you call, we, we do. love you. Um the bridge where she um 
where she sings, um, and I will breathe for you each day, comfort you through all the pain, gently kiss your fears away. That's probably my favorite part of the song. It's so beautiful, and it's so, like, you know, if you do really love someone, that's what you want, you know? Yeah. Whether you're, like, next to them, because I always thought it was somebody who was far away. I was like, bitch, yeah. you, oh, you cross-country? Like, uh-huh. this is a long-distance relationship or something? But it could be for somebody who's in your everyday life as well. But it's just, it's that feeling that you want to have for the, your love, the people that you are in love with. Yeah, but you can also look at that as, um, like, wedding vows. Oh, absolutely. That's true too. Yeah, that's true too. That ne- didn't really cross my mind, uh-huh. but that absolutely. Shoot, I might have to note, note that for if I ever get married, I won't have to write me a speech. Just <laughs> type up these lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Good to go. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> you probably get away with it. I probably could because yeah. no one in the audience would know. <laughs> yeah. My husband would know though because he would be like, "Bitch, you know you made me listen to this song a million times." <laughs> All right. You're not getting away that easy. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm glad that this song is there. I love it, and I love the video. I wish there was more we could say about it. Well, she never sings it anymore. I think she should. Uh, I think it would be a great treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's beautiful. It's just pure, beautiful balladry. Yes. And, and you can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful ones. How beautiful. It's actually beautiful. I, I yeah. cannot stop saying how beautiful Mariah's voice is on yeah. this whole entire series of podcasts. Yeah. I just, I just can't say anything more. But this one in particular. Yeah. Well, I like it because it's a different mood. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just first let everyone know that this is a cover song. Yeah. If people didn't know, it is a, from Prince. Prince. Um, it is a, a classic, iconic 80s songs, I, I suppose. Yeah, I think it came out think, in 84. Yeah, it's like Purple Rain yeah. era. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's really good. Um, and she's a Prince fan. She loves, loves, loves Prince. R.I.P. Prince. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, she talks about him a lot. She actually, I remember, I think it is in one of the magazine interviews she did during the Butterfly era. Because mm. she doesn't talk about why she covered this song very often or like how how that came to be right but um i believe she said that this is one of her favorite prince songs Mm -hmm. and so that's why she decided to cover it um but i also feel like it fits you know not dissecting the lyrics too much but i think it fits in the butterfly album yeah because to me, off the, you know, off the, uh, you know, the exterior of the song means, oh, the beautiful ones, they hurt you every time. Right. And I feel like, oh, the beautiful ones, the beautiful Derek Jeter yes. hurt Mariah. Uh-huh. The beautiful Mariah hurt Tommy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the beautiful one will always, you know, yeah. smash the picture. Um, there's um, there's a, 
like a turmoil about it. Right. I love how the song starts. It's also a duet with Drew Hill. Can oh, yes. we also say that? Yeah. Which is like Cisco. I, Cisco. I can't even believe that like Cisco is on a Mariah record. I know. Because he's weird, like right? the thong, thong, thong guy. I know. I know. I'm like, that is so strange to me. Yeah. But it works. It does work. It works. It works as a duet, actually. Drew I w- Hill. I would love to hear Mariah solo on this. Yeah. But it works as a duet. Well, I think that's the one thing that really makes this album 90s is using Drew Hill. I. You know what? You're right. That's, that is the only thing that dates this album. Yeah. Even though if you listen to it, it doesn't sound it doesn't dated. sound dated. But if you like but Drew you, Hill, if you, that. if you yeah. know of Drew Hill, you're like Drew Hill is like from 1997, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she didn't come up with that today. Yeah. That's so. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh. We were just saying how timeless this was, <laughs> but, but the just, song itself sounds timeless. Yeah. Still. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Just saying. Um, okay. Uh, here's. Why I think this song works, other than the whole, like, the beautiful one always hurting, Mm. I think it works because, and this is where I go into the lyrics here, most of these songs that we've been talking about, um, especially The Roof Mm -hmm. um, and and all of those others, that paint a picture. Mm -hmm. She's lyrically painting this picture for you. Mm -hmm. And the lyrics of this song have, uh, say paint a perfect picture bring to life a vision in one's mind Mm. the beautiful one always smash the picture always every time Mm. so i think that sort of ties in with the picture painting Mm. that mariah's been doing throughout this album so like she's seen jita on the roof and we're using jita as the example so if you have a different idea right exactly like this is all we're just this is just all our yes yeah but just to apply language anyway so She's seen Jeter on the roof and she has, and we talk, we talk about this all the time. She's seen him and then she's painted the picture in her head of what they're going to be. Right. Right. And now she, then. And Which it, is what everybody does. does and everybody, that's what happens. Yes. Yes. And we were yeah. saying that, like, that's the whole point of the Butterfly album. That the, the. What was I going to? Oh man! You were going to. I know where you were going to say. You were going to go along the lines of she had created this ideal, yeah. and it didn't work out, and the picture was smashed, and this is why. Yes, yes, yes. You know, along those lines, right? Well, what you envision in your mind ends up being something completely different. Completely different. Yes. We, oh, now I know. Where, where there I you go. Okay. Yeah. There we. You just needed a refresher. So we mentioned it in looking in when she first got her record deal and, and married Tommy, like that whole right, saga. Right, 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 right. The picture of getting the record deal and then her career, once she got it and was in it, it was something completely different. Exactly. And so you can apply that to relationships as well. You see the guy, the person you like, you envision something else, and then once you're in it, now you're, now you're not sure what's happening. I exactly get that, and I love that tie back to our uh, looking in mm-hmm. Uh, scenario of it being a totally different thing. And Once you're I think in it, yeah. Now that this is coming towards the end of this Butterfly album, she's not only seeing that, like, oh, this whole industry, but also this whole love affair. Mm-hmm. This love affair with this man, this thing, or in, in many aspects of her life. Yeah. This idea of yeah. everything being perfect is really all a facade. Yes. And it could be taken away. It can be smashed, broken, and gone in a second. Uh-huh. Um, but, but it's different yeah. than what you think it is. Yeah, but she's not um, in denial about it. Like, she's feeling unstable. Right. Yeah. No, she's fully well aware. Mm-hmm. 
She's very well aware. Which is why this song, even though she, she didn't write it, it fits into the, the, the album perfectly. Yes, exactly. I mean, because... And then even this song, like, again, going back to that ideal of what she would would have wanted with Derek Jeter, mm-hmm. you know, the alleged man. Mm-hmm. Um, if I told the lyrics are, if I told you that I was in love with you, yeah. would we get married? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like you're, again, you're thinking of that. That's because that's what the, I, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But that's in her head. Right. That's in her head. Contemplating, like if I told you. Would right. But that's what she's thinking. Cause like, she's not oh, sure. Shouldn't yeah. it be like this? This mm-hmm. is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So this is what should be happening. Uh huh. Uh huh. But I don't know. Is yeah. it? Uh huh. Right. I mean, there, I know it's a question. It's yeah. not like a, oh, we're going to get married. I can almost imagine, um, you know, if this was applied to real life, I can kind of imagine Mariah being in like a drunken state and just with mm. him in the room, but just like stuck in her head, mm. not talking to him. Okay. Okay, that's giving me, like, now I'm I'm thinking, like, crybaby moments. Mm, a little bit. A little bit, right? Yeah. Okay, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Like, I can imagine them just at home having a glass of wine and she's just stuck in her head. You know when you get stuck in your head and someone, and you just want to say something, but you Probably can't? Probably not in their presence, no. But you want to say something, but you just can't say it? Yeah. It's that kind of feeling. Yeah, definitely. But I would never be sitting with them having a glass of wine thinking of saying something and not say it. Well, I know. Well, but, it depends on what the situation is. Well, I kind really, of like, but, well, I kind of visualize that as like that would be the video clip. Right. They're in a room together. Well, you know, I guess, you know, I could go along with that scenario just because like their relationship was a young relationship, not just young in age, but young in length. Yeah. You know what I mean? And right. so maybe there was like that timidness still. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to say something, but you don't. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I could see how that could be mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would be me. Right. But it's, every situation's different. Yeah. And who knows? Um, I wish Mariah would do this live a I little think bit. She could do, I think she could do a lot of it. But this, I think she could do a, this amazingly. I don't know why I say a lot of it. Because <laughs> I'm thinking like, well, her parts, but who's going to do their parts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think she could, and I think it would be a real treat. But I think now that Prince has passed on, I don't think she will, hmm. unfortunately. Um, you, but, know, you know what's crazy? Just sidebar tangent. Look mm-hmm. at all the people who passed on from this album. The um, her Brits. Oh yeah, Prodigy from Mob Deep. Yeah, Prince. Yeah, anybody else? Like people have left. I know. All in twenty years, life yeah. can change. There, at the drop of a dime. Yeah. Um, rest in peace to all of those butterfly people, contributors. Butterfly contributors. I know, right? That's so crazy. And I had a thought, and now I'm like, oh, these poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it was going to be along the lines of Mariah performing this, but she won't. Oh, yeah, performing it. Blah, blah, blah. No idea where I was going. I always visualized Mariah performing this, and I can imagine the hand going full flappage. You know, she flaps oh, her hand around. Oh, yes, full. And full eyebrows, on. full um, do you know what I Do you know what I like about the way this song is built and structured with the duet, even though like I prefer Mariah's solo version? I like the duet because Mariah's able to build her vocal. Yeah. She so- starts off very much like the butterfly ballad, mm. very soft and subtle, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, she when she is belting this out towards the end... Like angry belting? Oh, my God. Yeah. 
I love that's why that's my favorite thing of this song. Yeah. That's why I love this song being on this album because again, like I was saying with the roof, how it has like sort of that sort of edge to it. Mm -hmm. She's not belting this out the way she belts out whenever you call, which is very, you know, light and fluffy yet belting like very feminine. Yeah. This is almost like a a harder Uh anger. Yeah. And I like that. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Oh, Mariah is, is the best at angry singing. She is, which is really interesting because she doesn't really come across that way in like personal life yeah. because she's so nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like not even just in interviews, which obviously you sort of have to be nice unless you want to be like, you know, called a B-I-T-C-H. Yeah. Um, but she's just such a people pleaser. Yeah. So I think when she's able to sort of express a little bit of anger through music, yeah. she does it really well because that's probably one of the only places she can. Yeah. Well, there's this... Um Belting, angry belting, and beautiful ones, and then I think the, ne- the next good angry belting is faded in the um, yeah Mariah. Okay, album. yeah, I see that. That's angry and belting too. That is angry belting for Mariah. But if you like, if you like, talk to you know Janet who doesn't really belt, uh-huh. but like you know some of her songs where she gets real like, what about that? Yeah, you know, yeah, like those yeah. things. Mariah would never get that way, right? But this for Mariah is like anger. Mm-hmm. But the roof, there's not anger in the roof though. Yeah, it's just the feeling of in the roof. There's in no, the roof, no, there's no anger. There's no anger, but it has like that edginess that's not that soft feminine edge mm. is what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Yeah. So I don't even know if there's – I guess you could call it anger in the beautiful ones or even unfaded. But what I really think it is is really it's just – it's not soft. It's right. not that light, fluffy, you know, yeah. diva with a, with a, you know, ostrich feather fan. Right. But I think it shows how – She's able to move through the emotions, so we start off with uh, with the soft uncertainty of it, right? But then, she, but then that creates fear, and fear creates anger. There you go. There you go. And so, by the end of the song, she's angry, like she's scared and angry. Yeah, there you go. I see. I see what you mean, but I, 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 I agree. Yeah, like I'm, I'm there with that. I just, you know, when I think of anger, sometimes I think like somebody's really, really mad, mm. but. I don't think Mariah is really, really mad in these songs. I just think she is being stern. Yeah. She's being forceful. Yeah. Whereas a lot of times in her music, it's very just like, oh, easy breezy. But by the end of the of Beautiful Ones, you can almost imagine her pointing the finger uh, and like finger pointing, like, you may not know what I'm going through. Yes, like absolutely. Like, okay. like, that's part of like being, the, like being drunk as well. Like first, it just escalated to this point. Mm-hmm. That's why they're in the room together, and now she's yelling at them. I I agree. I can see that. I'm down with that. But I can then, imagine her eyebrows arched, frowning and arched. Yeah, you know, she does that angry yes, face. I do remember those days <laughs> uh-huh, when they moved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Which, which, by the way, and this is just all in fun and whatever. Mariah do whatever she wants with her eyebrows and whatever. But I just remember the performances from Saturday Night Live oh, for yes. Butterfly. Yes. When she is singing Butterfly in particular and her eyebrows and like her face, yeah. you could see it's taking her so much muscle movement mm-hmm. to make this sound yes. with her voice. Yes. And that, that is what I love. Well, that's what, I don't yeah. mind that your face is all scrunched up mm-hmm. and your eyebrows are all crazy. Yeah. I because I'm feeling the song. Yeah, but that's what I, that's what I keep trying to say 
is different about her or when she lip syncs because you don't see the facial, the little muscles that are controlling no. the, the mouth. Oh, the I, mouth connects to the whole face. Like all those muscles are connected. Oh, of course. There's like 17 million muscles that right. you know, so allow she, one to smile. Yeah. So when she is actually singing, you can see her. It's where like the athletic side of it comes in. You can see the face like controlling the, right. the voice. And especially to make, uh, you know, the way that Mariah sings, the way in which Mariah sings needs a lot of muscle movement. Yeah. And you can tell. Mm-hmm. So that's, unfortunately, that's why she's not the best lip syncer. Right. But I'm just saying, like, when you're talking about, like, the eyebrows and being angry and, like, you know, she had those facial movements when even when she was singing Butterfly because it's so technically hard to sing and sound like that. Yeah. Because it's, she's literally, like, pushing out this soft. There's such a, like, a, a push to her vocal, but it's coming out so soft. Well, it's not easy to get there. It's not easy. It's it sounds not easy, easy to do. Yeah. But I can imagine her doing all those facial movements in Beautiful Ones. Uh, yes, me too. Uh-huh. I agree. I agree. I, lo- I just love this song. I love that it's there. Um, I love that it's a Prince song. Yeah. She did a great job with it. A really great job with it. It's a... Yeah. Sometimes... I- Again, it's a long song, though. It's like five minutes. It's very long. Yeah. It is one of her longest. Yeah. But when you, when you make it to the end where all that belting is happening, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is so worth it. Mm-hmm. And you forgot all about Drew Hill. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's really a ride. It really is. It really is because, you know, it starts off that so soft and everything. Then there's that big belting part. But then at the very end, Mm -hmm. it's just her voice, that soft voice again. Like, Mm -hmm. they hurt you every time. Mm -hmm. However it goes, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Don't. Please forgive my singing. Please. (laughs) It's great. Uh, But you know what I mean? So it ends again on that soft note. She's come back down to, you know. It's over. Yeah. The the emotional roller coaster is over. The, right. The uh th- going through all of that is yeah. over. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I love it. I love it. I'm glad she did it. Yeah. What else can we say about it? Oh man. So yeah. good. So good. And it adds Have we said anything bad about the album yet? Other than you saying that Drew Hill dates it. Oh that. But that that's it. <laughs> we had there really isn't say. anything bad to say about this album. I know. It's it's Quite, I feel like we said a so masterpiece good a thousand times. I know, yeah. and I feel like, oh my god, like how many times can I say this woman's vocals are beautiful? How many times, like, I need to come up with a new saying or a new word? Yeah. Jesus, I'm sure the listeners out there, guys, I'm uh-huh. so sorry because through all of these <laughs> 10 million episodes, I've probably said how beautiful, how gorgeous <laughs> yeah. her vo- vocals are a million billion times. There's just no better word to describe it, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Mariah, get her uh, in her uh, vocabulary her, skills. Um, yeah, uh, She could come up with a million different um, yeah. ways to describe her own vocals. But uh-huh. I just say it's effing beautiful. It's effing beautiful. Well, The Beautiful Ones is my favorite Prince song ever. One of mm. my favorite Prince songs. And, you know, I toyed around with the idea for a long time. And actually a friend of mine, Nick kind of was like, no, you should definitely do that. When we were just doing the Honey video, mm-hmm. he came down to Puerto Rico. He's, uh, we went to school together, and he's been one of my best friends for a really long time. And um, so I was like, you know, you're right, I really should do it. And so, um, I don't know, I'm just happy that, you know, Drew Hilder voices, especially Cisco, it's such a contrast to me. And, it, you know, when I was 
when that was out and we were like in high school and my friends and I went to go see that movie like 10 times in a row. That was just my favorite song. It stood out. I used to go home, sit and cry over this kid, Matt, that I used to be in love with. Turned out to be a jerk, but um, <laughs> it was just, of all the remakes that I've done, it was really the closest to home because it's the one that's the closest so. to, you know, this stage in my life.